Good evening, you mob, and welcome back to the Applex podcast. Proudly brought to you by our great sponsors, Toyota Forklifts and also SES Australia. I'm your host, Matt, from Toyota Forklift, Forklift Applex, and tonight again we're joined by two of the brothers. We've got Sean from the Game Changers podcast. How are you going, Sean? Good, brother. How are you? How are the viewers? Good, brother. And Tomcat Signs from Coastal Blacks. Tomcat, how are you going? Yeah, good, brother. So. Good, good. Uh, just before we start, we'll go back to uh, Brother Sean. Any updates on the podcast, Brother? Anything coming up that the viewers need to know about? Uh, we tried to um, obviously pre-arrange with um, Harley and Murphy, but uh, didn't sort of work out this week, so hopefully next week. Um, once I, sp- I spoke to Jake, Jake Briggs last night as well about maybe trying to get um, Scotty on uh, to do continue on with that series as well that I started off. Uh, um, so once once I get next weekend out of the way, brother, with uh, the Junior Grand Finals here in Newcastle comp, uh, we'll be, yeah, all systems go leading into, into the knockout. So we'll get a half a dozen back-to-back of those with the series and then also um, ramp it up with the shows every week as well. Good stuff, bro. And we was meant to have uh, Jake, and someone else from NAB on the on the show tonight, but um, this last minute uh, pull out, so they'll hopefully jump on next week. Jake was keen to come and have a yarn about a few other uh, topics we've already discussed over the past few weeks, so hopefully get him on next week. And Tomcat, brother, uh, how's the prep coming for the QMC, bro? Yeah, it's, 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 it's um, been coming, you know, slowly but steady. Um, yeah, it's been good. I mean, my father passed away last. Last week, uh, so you know, kept the um, being sort of mind occupied on that. Um, yeah. You know, let yourself, you know, take take control of the reins there for a while. Uh, you know, if any of the boys and anything like that. So it was good. Um, no, just it's good to be back. Still got a lot of stuff to do with dad's dad's, you know, affairs kind of stuff like that. So um, but look, moving forward, we've got you know four weeks to go. Um, we are, you know, we had a we've had a few changes to the side. Um. Yeah, we we had one big loss last night, but um, we um, we've recruited today really really well. A um, couple of players back in that are that are guns. Um, another key cup NRL player back in. Uh, won't won't say too many names, um, but mm-hmm. you know we'll just wait. Everyone everyone can see them when they get to the QMC. Good stuff, bro. Um, just before we move along, I uh, just want to uh, shout out. Uh, to the families of Kyle Turner there, um, passed away there yesterday, I think 31 years old, former Rabbitohs um, premiership winner, so it uh, must be very tough on the families out that way. And um, yeah, I've seen a few uh, photos people's put up over the last uh, day or so, and you know, him him wearing um, a couple of Kuna Barabran um, knockout side jerseys and all that sort of stuff. So just uh, shout out to the families out there, hopefully, hopefully um, everything's going all right. We'll, uh, we'll move along. Uh, just a bit of team news before we get into some discussion topics. Um, where do we start? Uh, I was going to save this one for um, for uh, Jake Briggs there, but you might, uh, I know I know the answer to it, but I might throw it over to Shawnee. Um, with our Outlax podcast, we get all types of goss coming through. You know. Some of, the, some of the wildest stuff you'll ever hear, but I, I know the answer to it, but um, I, I thought I was, was going to ask Jake anyway. We've had someone message in on our TikTok account 
they have no followers or no likes or anything. So it's a fake account and they've flicked it through. Here in big news out of NAB, uh, jersey number 25. Uh, apparently, PJ Gordon's going for a run. Any um, any truth to that one, bros? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, he hasn't played all year, though. Um, so they better have the Danker up ready or... Yeah, a couple of couple of them. Um, what they call them things for the hemis and the quads and all that sort of stuff. That are everything. He'd be strapped up like a racehorse if he's playing, and um, he'll want to rub down every after every game. There's no doubt if PJ plays, but um, not that I've heard of, brother. Not that I've. Right. But, but it wouldn't surprise me with PJ if the boys need someone. Um, yeah. And 25's free. He'll definitely play with them. <laughs> Jake, send me a message, bro. Confirm that one for me. Um, bit of news, um, bit of suspension news actually. Um, the Walgett Aboriginal Connection halfback Willie Wright, um, I think I heard possibly 18 weeks suspended, so um, that will probably rule him out for this year with WAC. Um, he's been a big part of the Walgett system for oh, 10 15 years, uh, so a big loss there for, for WAC with Willie pro uh, probably out. Yeah, I think uh, being on his page too, Matty, um, yeah, obviously you take it pretty hard as well. Will's towards the back end of his career and, um, you know, like all he wants to do, I suppose, as well is finish on a high. Um, mm. I think St. Pat's, who he was playing with this year at Bathurst, uh, were going pretty good in the, on the run into the semis and, um, yeah, he's got himself suspended there. Um, and he's taking it pretty hard too, you know. I sent on his on his Facebook page that, you know, he's he's talked about that's the end for him as well, like retirement and all that sort of stuff because of the suspension and that there is no knockout for him this year. So, yeah. Hopefully the brother, you know, obviously got through this year all right and um, played a pivotal role again for Bathurst um, St Pat's out there. Um, and then he, you know, as a as a think about it and maybe comes back again. At the back end of next year, so um, yeah. be good to see the brother running around. He's always, you know, um, heart and soul of of Walgett as well with the boys, Rose boys, and uh, you know, fellas like Dylan Walford. You know, the fellas that sort of born and bred and play out there in that Bowen Darling competition. Uh, so yeah. be good to see him go around again, brother. So hopefully he rethinks. Yeah. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. During the week, got a few inboxes about one of the Central Coast sides, uh, Dark and Jung Waters. Uh, some of the yarns I heard uh, in the inbox um, was that they're coming really strong. Apparently, it's John O'Wright's side, um, former Warrior and who else play for? Warrior and Campbelltown Ghost. Yeah, yep. he was with Campbelltown there last year. Yeah. Their family. Um, a bit to do with Campbelltown, yeah. Yeah, so um, the, the yarns that was in the inbox was uh, they had a really strong side out of the Central Coast. Uh, they've got the wooden boys there, um, apparently old Central Coast uh, United boys. Fair few boys in the Wyon Roos side. Um, the other names I had there was Josh Curran, Scotty Drinkwater and Nico Hine. So that were the names I got and uh, actually got on to Jono today. Um, he said that uh, Josh Curran and Scotty Drink aren't there. Apparently Scotty's overseas and Josh isn't there, but he... Uh, he sort of didn't rule out Nico. He was saying that um, apparently um, a few of the boys are pretty close to him, uh, pretty close to Nico, and he, he's sort of saying that he's just going like, to focus on um, shark season before he sort of makes a decision. So um, 
Yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to see. Heard something similar, um, but I heard that he's actually going to play because a lot of the boys that are playing he grew up with and went to school with. So mm. that's the mail that I, I sort of got this week as well. But Nico yeah. Hines will be going back home and playing on the coast. Yeah. And obviously, um, I was, when I was talking, I was talking with other, one of the other boys from that area too. Um, there's been a lot of sides out of the Central Coast region, I think it's like Central Coast Pelicans and like Dark and mm. Young Wales and Central Coast United. But I think I'm hearing this year there's going to be one Central Coast side and they're going to try bring everyone to together. And I think they've got a few junior sides there as well um, running out of there. But interesting to see, I, I, I did suss their little Facebook group out and Scotty Drinkwater was in the Facebook group. So. <laughs> Anyway, you never know. You never know. You never know, bro. <laughs> um, move along. A um, few whispers coming out of the Armadale region. Um, I've been asking a few people who, who's um, who's uh, regularly sort of messaging into our page and all that sort of stuff. Um, possibly seeing the legend Dennis Moran back having a run with Narwin again this year. So I've asked a few people and they Few people said yes. Few people said no. So um, we'll wait and see. The legend returns. Wouldn't surprise me. And the reason I say that is because he's got a young follower now in the Penrith system. Yeah. Who was you know at a decent age where he probably wants to play one or two. You know, he's, I think he's already played one with him, but he might play a couple more because he's always in good nick. Like Ben's always in good nick. He was playing in at Redfern All Black, so I don't know if he's still playing in that South Sydney comp with them or not. Uh, this mm. year, but he's always looking after himself then, so he'll be fit. Yeah, 100%. Uh, a bit of news out of SAB. Um, seen during the week that um, champion South Coast centre Ryan James is going to be there. Uh, he won, won the comp when, uh, when they had uh, uh, South Coast Black Ocatoos are there, and um, he's been a regular in and out of LARPA um, as well. So apparently James is going to be there. Um, SAB had a training session during the week, and I've got a lot of photos sent through about the training. Um, I think the Riverston Roos, so they sort of turned up. And there's a few like team photos, so I was trying to zoom, zoom in on who's in there and all that sort of thing. So I've seen Ty Ty Munns, he was in there, and um, you know, just all the boys here, like Roberts and the Fox and all that. But a um, couple of messages there saying the coach, uh, um, home and away. Actor Wesley Patton was uh, was in the um, was in the uh, the run throughs with the side, run a bit of shape. So um, got on the phone, made a few phone calls yesterday, see if there's any truth to Wesley having a run. Um, as far as we know, he's just playing, but never know. We'll wait and see for the SAB, but he's definitely coaching there, uh, Wesley Patton. Um, what else? A uh, bit of news on Castle Ray All Black. So we've been getting a fair bit of uh, goss through about Castle Ray. Um, Brother Sean, I think you picked up that they had lost um, Kaya a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but talked to Sam Bale on the, during the week. Uh, he said that there's a fair few lads returning uh, who missed last year, apparently, who wasn't in the side last year. Um, a lot of their players are going to come out of the Newcastle comp. Um, they'll have Jason Boney, they'll have Bigfoot Robinson, um, Jaden Merritt's going to be there, they're going to have Braden Burns. Uh, but he said they've also picked up um, for their side Scotty Prince to come have a run with them this year. So Scotty Prince going to Castle Ray. 
You know, the other name that I was thinking, and I only saw him yesterday at some local footy area as well because a couple of his in-laws play um, in the local footy area, so pub comp is Trey Stewart. And I wondered whether um, whether Trey would play with Castle Ray again as well because I think he, he obviously gets on pretty good with Kyra and Mangara and you know, a couple other boys that sort of played in there. So I don't know that if them boys leave, whether he would stay. So. I didn't get to see him to ask him. Um, I saw him walk in, but I didn't get to have you on. So, but yeah, Nangara played. They played. He played with um, that. That's why I laughed at him. Yeah, he played five eight with him. Yeah, right. Yeah, Gara. So I haven't seen him. So um, I, I don't know the word on what Gara is doing either. But um, him and Kai are cousins, uh, first cousins. So they usually stick stick close. Yeah. You got something, Tomcat? I got I got Ash the Flash on my TikTok here. He's been Tinga. Ash uh, the Flash is. Yeah. Yeah. He's on on um, he's asking for a bit of goss and he says I'm in, as I said what's what's the goss on Burke? And he said I'm in Tinga now, bro. I don't know about Burke, so. But hopefully I said what's the I said what's the goss on the latest goss on Tinga? So just waiting for a response here. <laughs> Tomcat, while you're on, anything you're hearing, right? Any other goss you're you're hearing? Well, while we're on that Tinga, you know, that Tinga note uh, after last night seeing Jaden um, Campbell, uh, that wasn't, mm. you know, that wasn't a good look. Um, you know, for everyone, I don't know, for him to, you know, be out, I think his father was coming back, I think, having that one knockout with him. Um, yeah. So that'd be devastating for Preston and Jaden, I think. Um, you know, you know, it's, it'd be hard, I think, you know, it's, um, Couple of weeks out from a knockout, and you're doing. You know, I don't know what, what the extent of the injury is, but I, I think it's pretty bad. Um, but to look something like a, like a team like Tinga to lose Jaden as well, um, you know, that'll, that'll put a big dent in them. So I think yeah. they, they got Bradman there still, and you know, obviously Flash is there now. Um, but yeah, I think that's a big loss for Tinga, Jaden. Yeah. Sean, any any other goss you got, bro? Anything? Any inside scoops there? Uh, no, no, no more, no more scoops, brother. No more scoops. Um, yeah, I'll let you know when it ramps up. I'll, I'll do a little bit of fishing um, around the traps next week, and and we'll see what we can get. The boys all their yeah. cards close to their chest, eh? This time of year, so that's it. And obviously, with all the um the the local comps rounding up over the next few weeks too, you know, people yeah. probably. Might not be committing to a side until their season's over or whatever. See how they pull through. So, um, yeah, we'll keep some goss coming through. All right. We'll move along to discussion topic number one. I'll um, I'll read the topic first, then I'll, I'll, I might, might go to our comments on the uh, topic first before you boys answer, and then we'll get into it. So, the discussion topic number one was, in your own opinion, what was the greatest individual uh, player performance across a knockout? So we had a few, uh, we had heaps on the um, on Facebook. So Dave Dryden said, Ryan Walker 07 or Travi Waddell 2013. Uh, Lorraine and David Toomey said, Billy Knight 1995 with Burke Will Moringle, um, one player of the knockout. Kaelin uh, Towney said, Dennis Moran 08 for Narwin. Um, all I heard that weekend was there's this Super, Super League fella come back and kill on every team. Uh, Roy Bell said Evander Cummings um, 2010 at the Woi Woi knockout. 
Billy Gilbert said AJ Davis last year had a lot going on behind the scenes and still got the chocolates. Uh, and Butter William last, he said um, Shaney Boy Nolan 2015. Ponga, we'll start with you, bro. Uh, in your own opinion, what's one or a couple of the you know the greatest knockout performances you've seen? Oh, well, look, that's, that's, a, that's a hard question. Now, over the years, there's been some real standouts, eh? Um, but you know, I, I don't know who you said said it, but I think AJ, that's a big, you know, that's what he done last year was, you know, pretty pretty up there. Um, you know, no big superstars in the side he had. Um, they had a hard draw. Um, and to come out on top of um, that Walgut side um, and, you know, get played a carnival. Um, other than that, I, you know, you sort of look back to Dennis, Dennis Moore, I think, uh, Narwin. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're definitely my two picks. Brother Sean? Man, <clears throat> um, people who know me know that I love Ewan McGrady and Brett Davis. Every time when I was a kid, you know, like I'd look at the drawer and I'd see where Tumala and Nambucca Rams were playing and that's where I'd be. So I've seen a lot of dominant performances from those two. I've got to give a shout out to um, one of the old legends out home too, Charlie McHugh's never played in big sides, but Charlie McHugh's mixed it with the best of them. Mm. Anyone who knows knockouts knows Charlie McHugh's. But yeah. um, I think Benny and Mom and Barbara have had some good knockouts. Moi um, Woi comes to mind when you talk about Benny. Um, Georgie Rose has had some big knockouts as well. Yeah. Uh, but when you're, you're talking about, like a lot of, a lot of people talk about Wesley. Um, Wesley's had massive you know, knockouts, five, what they win five or six in a row. And, mm. you know, one player that I always remember dominating as well in those sides, and you're talking about players like PJ Ellison and Robbie John Simpson and Peter Jensen and Rod Jensen, like legends of the knockout, you know, gun players. But one fellow that always stood out and was consistent was Nathan Merritt for me. Yeah. Nathan Merritt was very dominant. Um, Travis and Reese as well, when you're talking about those fellas, Travis and Reese, what they do when they come off the bench in knockouts, um, strategically, they just run amok and, and they time their run well. The best thing about knockout footballers is they time their run well. And you talked about uh, Dennis Tomcat. Well, for me, um, thinking about Narwin and dominance, Dennis and Dean, like Dean was, man, uh, I've seen some knockouts where Dean just run amok as well. So. Um, but my, like all of those sort of fighters, but my favourite players um, because of dominance were Ewan McGrady, Brett Davis, and you know Craig Trindle, Richie yeah. Williams. Richie Williams could have could have won multiple knockouts as well. He he won a couple, but he could have won so many more. I remember yeah. um, that Ewan side with you know bloke by the name of Aaron Briley, who I never heard of before, and then he comes out and kills it in a knockout, and you know, nearly mm. wins a knockout with him. So. Yeah, a lot of names, brother. Over a lot of years, Sunboy Peckham was a name early on in knockouts as well that dominated for Tumala, you know, in, in star-studded sides. And Arthur Beetson wanted to, wanted to take him to Sydney right or wrong. So, yeah. too many, too many. Yeah, um, you were speaking about that Ewan side. My, my comment on the post was Richie Williams 2011 with that Ewan side. Um, mm. Bruh, I don't know how many tries he scored and set up. I remember there was an interview, and I, I only watched it a couple of days ago. There was an interview that, um, what's his name, Luke Carroll, 
had with Richie Williams after um, NAB, uh, a game against the RAB, sorry, I think it was like the quarterfinals. And um, <laughs> Luke Carroll said, Raz, did you have a shower today? No, I wanted to touch her. <laughs> um, I remember that game, like he scored probably two or three tries and probably set up a couple more. Um, Aaron Briley, that was the other one, just on fire, that carnival. Um, another one, um, and this is a matchup I always look forward to, um, was those, um, the Yowies, Mindariba yeah. rivalry. Oh, he's going to say that. In he the early uh, 2010s. And um, Butler James and, and Big Greg Saunders, RIP, you know, that, that was a battle that you love to see. They, they were just going <laughs> at each other. And um, yeah, so so many across the years, you know. Um, and they were yeah, always... too, them teams, you know, like Minder and yeah. Yowie. So you look at the players in there, like Cody and Ryan. Yeah, Joby yeah. was at his peak. Joby Patton, yeah, I was playing good footy. And yeah, mm. Tamana, Tamana always came back, loved knockouts, dominated knockouts. <laughs> There's just so many of them, brother. Richie Roberts was one of those players as well that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that is yeah. a player that everyone needs, you know. Like, he, he was just, um, yeah, I don't know, Inspector Gadget, I suppose, Mr. Elastic, whatever you want to call him, but he never got injured, you know, and he ran mm. all day, stayed on, played big minutes every game, so. Yeah. Anything else on that, lads, before we move along? There's a lot to, uh, lot to choose just, from me. I've just been I've just been sent. A, um, I've just been sent a team list, just them. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say who sent it. Um, it's the Burke team list. Okay. You're ready to up, Brad, while we're, while we're on it? Oh, we might save that for next week. We're going to have a good look through it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've been sent. I've seen sent. It looks like it's a... Um, it's a it's a group chat um, right. thing. So um, it was a weekend info. <laughs> I, do, I do I do have um I do have brother Kyle Cooper on the on um, TikTok here, and I said, "What's he doing?" And he said he put the Burke colours up. So um, yeah, obviously Kai's with Burke. Um, I think they'll be strong man, Burke. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's. It'll give us something to talk about next week, but um, I'll have a good read to this. Have a read to this team list, and um, you know, you, you you see a lot of stuff on Facebook at the moment, and um, you know, they're they're um, Marky Knight. There, he's not he's not afraid to you know tell the world he's in the side. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think it's the best way to go. That's why you know I like I like um naming a few of our boys too because it's they're going to see them anyways. You know, and you want to, you want, you want teams to know what you're bringing. You know, you know. I think, I think you received a, an inbox or something in your Maddie about um about Perga being so strong. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be good to see. You know, it's going to be good to see um how good Perga come, how strong they come um under Purcell Memorial, which would be good. Hmm. Hundred percent. I think Tai Tai Monroe's just jump on turn. Ask, ask him, where's he playing? Ask him, where's he having a run? Tata, <laughs> we've been asked, is where's he, where's he patting over a run with just down there in the SAB side? And is that who you're actually playing with? I, um, your father's trying to get you up here with us. So, um, yeah, let, let us know what you're doing. Let us know what Wesley's doing. Uh, in terms of that Burke side, eh, Matty? That Burke yeah. side, like, 
obviously, you know, that Mark is a little cousin of mine, and um, um, I'm close with the Walsh boys. Played a lot of knockouts with Burke myself. But the only thing um, I say in the ma- Mark is forwards are you know winning knockouts as, t- as well, and you got to have deep deep benches. So yeah. the 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 thing for me is they've got Tony Pello who you know can play halves. Walsh is there, Lukey Walsh, his younger brother Ryan Walsh, Tyrone Walsh is also there, can play in the halves, plays a lot of hooker, lock for him. But then you got Brado Trindle in the mix as well. Mm. <laughs> so you get, where do they all fit to? You know, Mark's got to try and manage that him and Luke and Brado, and then you got Tone and then so it's it's going to be interesting. Like obviously powerful because you're not losing much as they rotating, but. They've got mm. to have the forwards, I think, to go with them as well. I think 100%. Uh, forwards win knockouts. Um, mm. I think that's where we lacked a little bit last year in the QMC. We, we had a, a staff that had, you know, back line. Um, we, had some good, we had some good decent forwards, but we lost a few over the weekend to injuries. And you know, I think that's what's good about us this year. We've got, um, we, we've got a lot of depth in the forwards. I think we've got about three backs on the bench. About a few of them forwards can play in the back line too. So, you know, second mm. row, centre kind of thing. Um, so, so yeah, <laughs> little ones will have a say there too, Tonga. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, anything so, or hey, anything from him? No, twice and said nothing, yeah. No, nah, that's all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll move along and we'll um, we'll come back if he um, does anything. Another one, uh, another question, and I'll, I'll put it out. I'll um, I'll read the question and I'll say the the viewers' comment first, and I'll go on long you followers. In your own opinion, where do you see the knockout in 10 years' time? Uh, Brett French said, standalone weekend uh, for the men's comps and different weekends for the women's and different weekend for the kids. Uh, Alan McKenzie said, 10 years from now, Corey knockout to the people will be meaningless in my eyes, the way teams are going above and beyond to stack teams. Greg Davis said, I see it becoming one of the biggest platforms for young players to be scouted and to be one of the biggest televised sports ever in Australia. Um, and the, the, the comment I don't have a good laugh about, Will McIntosh said, hopefully bring in drug testing to sort the teams out. <laughs> oh, crazy. Uh, uh, well, hopefully um, it's more televised. We've mentioned that. Um, if we can manage having the standalones, I think um, it's big enough to do it standalone. But like the thing I mentioned was the money. You know, that's mm. three different times that the family's got to come away. It's a lot of money. Um, yeah. But I think they all deserve their own platform. Um, yeah. I remember talking to Beck Young the other day and I asked her about whether she would prefer the women to play curtain raises and play in, bigger, in front of bigger crowds. And she said, no. We want to be independent, so I think the women women would love that as well, brother. So mm. independence is, is a good thing, standalone. But yeah, money wise, I think. Any, anything else you can think of, bro? Like where, where do you, where do yourself, Shawnee? Where do you see the um, knockout in ten years' time, bro? You know what's? Well, I, I'd love to see it um, even out. I'd love to see a couple of the things that we talked about about uh, you know only players that. NRL players um, that have been developed and come from a community can play for the community. How you govern that, how you police that is uh, something that um, people have got to come up with. Um, but 
I think if if we can't do that, then there has to be like a uh, what was that uh, competition where it was just all the super teams? Um, yeah, for um, Hawks and that. Yeah, national think, indigenous tribal yeah, well, league or something like. Tribal league, yeah. So yeah. I think it's just going to have to be something like you got a tribal league and a community league sort of thing. You know what I mean? Where mm. go and have the stack sides in the tribal league sort of sit, set up. And then let the community teams, yeah, um, play it like it was meant to be, and how the whole people set it up. You know what I mean? Because mm. yeah, it, I understand it. It's, it's getting crazy now. You, you can't, you can't tell me that there's only, uh, there's more than sort of six teams can win a knockout now. Yeah, it just isn't. You know, the only way there's more than six teams is if they're all in the same part of the draw. Yeah. Brother Tomcat, um, same question. Where, where do you? Where do you see the um the, the big knockout in ten years time, bro? Um, it's a hard question, I man. I, I don't know. It's like like a few people have said, but there's there's um them them bigger teams that you know they're gonna start stacking the sides with NRL, and it it sort of comes back to that I think that topic a couple weeks ago there about um that point system. Um, you know, the, I don't I don't think there'll ever be a point system in the in the Corey knockout. Um, but um, if, like it's like Cabo. Now look at Cabo, for instance. You know they're 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 pulled to pin. Uh, they're a little community, um, and you just see a lot of little communities that are pulling the pin because they just don't have the the money or you know the the players from their um from their communities are going to, like NRL players are going to play with other teams that are throwing money around or just to play with other NRL players. Um, at a good shot at winning the knockout, which is um. It's shit to think about, but you know, it's, these little, these little, um, these little towns. Uh, you know, I, I, I personally think it's it's going to be it's all about the money in the in the long run with a knockout. It's just building, it's building that way. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, that's it. Because mm. Matty, you got to think of it like this. Like, I'll, I'll go back to Burke for instance, right? Burke, as we know, um, played in the Bow and Darling Grand Final against Garuga last week. Now, I reckon that'd be three three players, maybe. Less than three or less players will come out of that side and play in the big knockout side. Mm. So there's a community that if they can't get players in, they're probably going to take us their own side and you know, play under Burke Warriors or, or or a second side. You know what I mean? So that's that's the difference in levels, brother. Yeah. An example of a community side straight away. You know mm. what I mean? So a lot of them, like Tomcat saying, will go and try and uh, form a, a strong team themselves to try and compete because they yeah. know the other sides are going to, you know, be doing it, um, mm. bringing quality together. So you can't beat them. Join them, brother. Oh, no, that's it. It's the mentality, you know. Yeah, just just going off um, what, what both years I said. Yeah, um, Cabo was one of them, but I've also heard of two other teams that. Go to the knockout every single year, and um, the uh, I know I know for a fact that, that these other two teams aren't going this year because they said that the main reason is that they just can't compete anymore, just can't compete with with the money and fundraising. It's just too much effort for for not for for not enough bang for your buck, I suppose. Um, so you know I know we spoke about this a few weeks ago, but I'm I'm really concerned that the the small community sides are going to eventually die out if we um, keep going the way it's 
it, it's going to go. And you know, there's always sides that put put a put a side in, and you know, they'll come up here and there. But to, to go every single year to the knockout, especially some of these, you know, more traditional teams that's been going for 20, 30, 40 years, you know, it's very sad to see some of these teams now falling away because um, their star players are playing somewhere else. Um, so you know, hopefully something something gets done to to support those teams a little bit more. Um, you know, because yeah, it is very sad to see some of the you know the, the main towns or main communities that have been to the knockout for a long time not not take a side or you know just say that they can't compete anymore. Um, the, the other thing I want to talk about is like the marketing of the knockout. Like the Curry knockout could be so big, but you know, brothers, like have have you guys seen anything promoting the knockout like leading up to it? Like there's no you know, you get a little thing on NITV, you might get a little bit in the Koori Mail, you know, a little bit on Facebook, but, you know, the Koori Knockout could be marketed nothing, and... Nothing, yeah. nothing like QMC, brother. Yeah. There's nothing like QMC. Um, you know, it, 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 you know, people could say it, it could go back to the um, the host club, but I don't, I don't think so. I think there needs to be something... But then, it, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard because you don't want that, you know, a lot of people don't want that, that board. Or whatever it needs to be there that, that are people saying that you know um but we would see with qmc you got that after beats and foundation the deadly choices and stuff like that you know it's um that's why there's so much advertising and the marketing side of things but it it, it does it needs to just cory knockout's bigger it's bigger than the, than the qmc um mm. and something needs to it needs to come on it because it's there's, like you said there's not much marketing not much advertisement mm. that's why it lends itself to that to that model Tomcat, there needs to be that governing body. Mm. QMC always have that, eh? They have like little blocker and all them are there behind yeah. the scenes, you know what I mean? And the foundation. And I was going to talk about the affiliation with Deadly Choices. Deadly Choices get a lot of mainstream coverage as well mm. because they sponsor a lot of uh, groups and that, you know, they've got a bit of money behind them. So um, they're out and they're seen on, you know, mainstream media as well, not just NITV. You see those fellas on um, Channel 9 and that down here. So I could just imagine what it's like up there in Brizzy, you know what I mean? So I think it, it comes down to um, the sponsorship and the backing that QMC have got behind them as opposed to uh, Curry Knockout. In terms of the 10 years too, Matty, um, mm. that leads into, I, I think what we want to see in 10 years is um, have the coverage on Foxtel. You know, uh, you, you can have... You can and you can watch different fields or whatever on Foxtel, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you, you see special events where you can watch, like for golf, for instance. I remember when Jared Ain came back from the NFL. There was one channel to watch the game. There was one channel to watch full coverage of him. There's one channel to watch golf. There's one channel or different channels to watch certain groups. It can mm. be done, brother. In ten yeah. years' time, hopefully, that's. Um, where the Ashkuri knockout is on Foxtel with all those options. It shouldn't even come to the, you know, 10 years. Like, QMC are doing that now with that app. You know, yeah. Yeah. five different fields, and they're showing it live. Mm. You know, like, sitting at home watching, you know, Coastal Blacks versus Oki, and you, you just go back, you're looking at Perga versus, you know, Sunshine Coast. You yeah. Know, you, can, you don't need to be there. You know, obviously, better to watch in person. Um but, you know, if, if the QMC can do it now, why can't the Koori knock out? You know, yeah. it's, um, something needs to be done. Just had someone, the knockout, the Koori knockout is marketed by word of mouth. A couple of posts every now and then. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and it's on that. They got that on page. They're on page as the host yeah. Tomcat. That's that's more or less where you said. So if you're not if you're not a part of it, and you don't know about knockouts. Right. You don't get the information. Uh, yeah, so, right, you got a good point. Corey Corey Ko had nearly Dylan Moore Riley there from Nanama. Uh, Corey Ko had nearly seventy k people come through the gate last year in terrible conditions. Biggest Indigenous event. You know that. I think we played that grand final. And I don't even know a couple of thousand people. You know, yeah. that, that grand final last year, and that was nothing compared to that. You know that Corey knockout. Um, but look, it'd be good to be good to see QMC grow like that, and I think mm. it will over time. But you know, while this while this Corey knockouts like it is, they need to have something like this before they. You know, even just the elderly that can't get to the. You know, that can't get to the knockout people. With, you know, that can't get there. Um, yeah, mm. this this kind of app because you know majority of people these days they've all got these smartphones where you can download the apps. You know, you're on yeah. Facebook, you're there. You know, just put something, do something there to you know, even if it's just showing two or three of the fields. You know, it's. Mm. I would say, QMC, it's running, it's running in five fields. Yeah. Bar TV does a lot down here in the country as well. Like for all sports, Bar TV would be ideal if this yeah. partnership, you know what I mean? But like Tomcats, and why can't we do it ourselves? Why can't the mob do it themselves, you know, as well? Um, mm. There's a lot of, lot of strong um, educated blackfellas there that would be able to, to manufacture that too, by the end. Hopefully, um, we see it in a media future because the thing for me Matty is I feel like in terms of coverage brother and I think you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago Corey Knockout's gone backwards yeah it, remember it used to televise the old three days now it only televises Sunday Monday yeah Saturday no one sees anymore mm. so That's it. in terms of it should be rotating forward and we should be seeing Friday Saturday Sunday Monday by now but yeah. we've gone from Saturday Sunday Monday to just Sunday Monday so I just want to um, I just want to mention something. I don't know if I'm 100% on the money here, but um, a few weeks back when we had the QMC uh, podcast, we had brother Brad Beetson on, and um, we went through all the teams. And Brad was talking to us about a side. Uh, it's a community called Kawanyama, I think it's called. It's like at mm. the very, very top of Australia, and um, apparently they don't have any. Um, apparently they don't have any regular week to week footy and all that sort of stuff. But apparently they they put a side in the um the, the Queensland Murray Carnival this year. So this week I was scrolling through my Facebook and I seen brother Brad Beats and Ian Lacey <laughs> and the Deadly Choices crew up at that community with a whole bunch of NRL stars um, in the community, you know, pumping up, getting ready for the knockout. Like I don't know if there's any financial support there, but the Deadly Choices crew is there supporting that. You know, how good would it be to see something like that down in New South Wales where some of these people who's looking after the knockout is out at Will Kenya, who, who haven't been to the knockout in who knows how long, trying to promote the game again out there, trying to get a few dollars for a side to go to the big knockout or, or Menindi or, you know, any of those sides. So, you know, like it'd be, yeah, I think my just biggest um, biggest thing is I just hate to see that the death of the small community sides for the Corey knockout leading forward. Yeah, brother. And if someone like Brad can do it, like Brad, if someone wanted to reach out to Brad, what I'm sort of trying to say is, Brad lives around Lapa somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's here. He's in our backyard. You know what I mean? Get someone like him. Um, reach out. Don't be proud. Too proud to to ask for support or or um, help around that the model that they use and some of the things that we can use to tweak it to make it better here. Because yeah, I saw that myself. I showed my young fellas a little mad, a little shake of legs, a little fellas is doing yeah. there. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. So. 
Yeah, be um, interesting anyway. You know, we'll we'll sort of wait and see how it goes, and um, wait to see if sort of any discussions come out of it. Um, yeah. Boys, any shout outs this week? Um, any shout outs this week? I've just got one here. I'll start with um, brother Scotty Hodges uh, coaching the Blacktown Western Warriors 15s girls. Um, apparently they're looking really strong and they're starting training. I think it's next week uh, out at Doonside. So any girls looking for a run out of that Blacktown region, get on brother Scotty Hodge there. Uh, Sean, any shout outs, bro? Yeah, um, shout out to brother Ronald Gordon. Uh, Ron coaching uh, the South Grafton Rebels up there in Group 2. Obviously, um, another minor premiership for Ron. They won it last year against the star-studded Arara. So um, they didn't seem to have a lot, lot of big names, but Ronald, they always get the job done up there. Um, so congratulations to them. Um, I was on all the best this week. I think they'll have the major. Uh, so... Maury Boars as well, uh, reserve grade, they won yesterday. Uh, brother Marshall Barker coaches at Maury reserve grade site. So all, uh, congratulations to all them brothers, probably still going now. Uh, they went down in first grade, Marsh back, um, obviously coaches reserve grade and then goes and plays first grade. They went down to uh, North Tenmouth there. So, But um, congrats to all them. Cardiff under 13s, uh, women's, uh, so the girls, and under 15 girls uh, have made it through the grand final down here. So congratulations to all them followers. And um, big shout out to Blairda and Jade Porter. Uh, obviously moved across there to that club this year. And um, um, they've got a lot more sides in the competitions and a, and a few sides of that obviously gone through and played the grand final. So awesome work to you followers. And then last but not least, um, the little side that I give a hand to, uh, West West Newcastle under 17 ones. Uh, we, we won our way through the grand final yesterday, so uh, we're in the GF this week. So congratulations to all the brothers uh, and to coach brother Caleb Hunt as well. Um, yeah, we're off to the big dance next week as well. So congratulations to all, all our boys. Good stuff. Brother Tomcat, any shout-outs and any Phil Waters goss? Yeah, no. Um, I'll start up with um, Neil Warriley here. Just said, said uh, give us a shout out to um, to the Outblacks for the gear. I think you won that raffle that you done the other week. Well, yeah. The other week, sorry. Um, and just touching base on what my brother there said um, about Moree. I, I was watching that game, um, and mate, you, you, you don't really like talking about you know ref Keaton and that, but you know that's that's some of the worst refing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Moree were robbed <laughs> of that game. Um, but look, congrats to the to the um the reserve guard there. I think they won quite comfortably in the end. Um Rich Richard uh Rich Simpson there. So shout out Rich. Um I did see uh, I'll shout out to brother Yo, Brian, Brian Roberts there. I seen a um a uh, video a motiv motivation speech, I think you'd call it. I think it was to Rich um before the game and that was and I was laughing with that for that um for about you know 10, 15 minutes just watching it over and over again, you know, and everyone knows they know Brian, he's made his he's a character, eh? Um, yeah, someone here said Richard Simpson, mayor of Moree. Um, you know, so shout out to brother Rich. Um, yeah, I got, look, I got no, I got no, I, got, I don't have too much gloss on Phil. Um, but he, you know, he messaged me the other night and said, Am I right, McKeon? So I haven't heard from this fella from, you know, since, since this time last year. You know, um, I was talking to him for, um, for Toowoomba, like, uh, at the start of the year. 
brother, he, he lives in Toowoomba and still couldn't turn up. You know, so and then and then like I, I, I just you know I sort of just pushed it to the side down and I, I was going to read it and reply to him and then next minute I see a, the very next post on Facebook was fucked it. I mean after after you know QMC I'm going to the Curry Knockout. So brother Phil, just give me another message and um you know we might try and do something with you, but you now we're we are pretty full at the moment. Um, but look, um, just want to do one one more uh, two more shout outs. One one's to Jaden Campbell. Um, you know, he, I'm just going to put it out there. He, he was with us until last night. Um, so, you know, that, that was a big loss for us. Uh, we did pick up, you know, as I said, a couple of decent players this morning. Um, we're, we're now full again and, you know, we're, we're strong looking to, you know, hit this QMC, you know, head on. So, um, and one more, just a, uh, I haven't done it for a while, but Clarence Kelly up there in the, in the um, North Coast, um, I think they got through the semi-final today against uh Lowell Clarence, I think. Yeah. And I'm used to seeing that fellow on the on the um on the score sheet, but I haven't seen him on the on the tro- scorers list for a while now. So he must be getting over the hill by Clarence. He you know he's getting a bit <laughs> old there. But you know he's um he, he's a good brother and um you know good luck to Northern for the rest of the year. I think you know brother Jara got on the score score sheet there today. Um but Clarence whatever you're doing brother <laughs> don't keep doing it because you're not doing the right thing. That's Hammy, bro. I'll tell you what, <laughs> and I, I'll put it out there right now. Look, he's one of the dirtiest, dirtiest men I've ever met. Uh, what about before we go, shout outs? Because I didn't mention a couple of brothers in 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 the dominant performances. Andrew Walker, obviously, got a mention, and Brad Tyre is a good brother of mine. Who, you know, was dominant for more Bumis for a lot of years as well. Good stuff, brothers. Uh, thanks for the show again tonight. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully we've got Brother Jake uh, on the show next week. He was going to um, have a yarn about a few of the discussions we've had so far. So um, hopefully we get Brother Jake moving forward um, next week. Um, we've, got one what, more, we've got one more shout-out there too. Um, Newcastle yeah. Knights, brother. Newcastle Knights for seven in a row. Um, <laughs> look, at, you know, bring on the Sharks next week. Bring on Penrith and the Sammies. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there and, you know, to my cousin, Caelan Ponga, I'll be backing up uh, QMC this year. Um, yeah, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be there on the side somewhere, in the coastal black side, so, yeah. Um, as I was saying, um, probably like we done last year, um, when when the little knockouts happen, like the little Lismore one, little um, Wildwood one, all that sort of thing, we'll probably, probably review the small knockouts as well and sort of go through game by game on who, who played and who, who got the win and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we'll do that probably moving into the um the big, the big knockout as well. Um, but thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, we might have a new draw uh, for some gear coming up next week. Um, got to wait for my brother Lace to come back from Kawanyama to, to update my gears on my online store. So, um, yeah, we'll probably have a, a new uh, giveaway. So just... Uh, Stay tuned on our page. But um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll speak to you later. Cheers.